0: This is John Robinson. Welcome to the, our ability podcast. We're excited to be bringing you a series of podcasts this year in 2020. We talk about disability, empowerment, opportunity, and employment. And we do that all to the betterment of the whole person as an individual with disability. As a lot of people know, there are one in six in the world have a disability in the United States alone. There's over 40 million individuals with with a disability. And in New York State, upstate New York specifically, there are over 1.1 million New Yorkers of working age with a disability. So, this is personal for us in New York State. At our ability, we build employment for individuals with disabilities. We look to increase opportunity and to, to grow outcomes. Our ability is proud to be bringing you this podcast. It is sponsored in part by Price Chopper Market 32 and by Lowe's Home Improvement, both of which have given us the equipment to do this, so we're proud to mention them, both of which are great employers of individuals with disabilities, and so we're proud of our relationship with them. And so we, uh, we welcome you to our latest episode of the podcast. Today, uh, we are proud to be talking about New York ABLE. Uh, I remember a long time ago, we had some conversations with the federal government about opening up ABLE accounts, accounts for individuals with disabilities uh, to help themselves. And so I'm um, very proud today to have Jenna McCluskey, Outreach Coordinator for the New York ABLE account for the New York State Office of the State Comptroller. And so Jenna, welcome.
1: Tom. Thanks so much
0: for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you for coming on. And so this is an exciting, we're going to talk money. So not that money excites me all that much, but it's it's certainly very important. Um, money is important for individuals with disabilities because it it equals um, opportunity. It equals equality. It equals inclusion. And so it's, it's something that not a lot of people, or individuals with disabilities want to talk about, certainly. But it is so very, very important. And so, Jenna, I'm pr- I'm proud that you're able to come on and talk about the New York New York Able program. First of all, before before we go, Jenna, talk a little bit about um, yourself and your role, and what is an Able account.
1: Um, so, I am the outreach coordinator for the New York Able program. So, um, we work out in New York State, and it's my job to try to get the word out. So, I schedule our Um, our presentations, which previously um, were mostly done in person. Now we're mostly doing everything um, online. Um, But it's my job to get the word out about ABLE accounts. So I'm really grateful that you've had us on and can give us a platform to talk about it. So um, New York ABLE is a savings program specifically for individuals with disabilities. It's very similar to a 529 college savings um, account that people are more familiar with, but, it's for, uh, specifically for New Yorkers with disabilities to save for their disability-related expenses. Um, and the big benefit of the program, since we know so many uh, New Yorkers with disabilities are receiving federal benefits, um, uh, having a New York ABLE account enables someone to save for their disability-related expenses while still maintaining their ability to benefit from federal programs such as SSI, SSDI, Medicaid, and HUD. So all their money can get invested if if they choose the investment options. Um, they all grow tax free and can be removed tax free at any time as long as they're being used for disability related expenses.
0: So you and I have seen each other in in outside events. We've we've had tables at the same events together. We've been at the same meetings. Explain to me yeah. a little bit about how you get an able account. Is there are there multiple ways that you can do this? Uh, do you have to be in person? You know what? What are the mechanisms to to build an able account?
1: Um, so you pretty much never have to be in person. So so that's nice, nice and convenient, especially in in the times that that we're in right now. Um, so an individual, if it's a, an adult with a disability, they are able to open the account for themselves. Or um, if it's a parent of a minor child, the parent can open it up for the child, no problem. Um, if it is for an adult that does not have the ability to manage their own finances, then a person with power of attorney status or someone with guardianship of um, of their property can open the account for them. So they can do that by downloading a paper form on our website, or they can do the entire account opening right on the website. So they would click to enroll, and it goes through a series of um of basic questions um, to make sure that they qualify, and they can open it up right online without an issue.
0: So I've I've been employed really for the most part of my career, and have been o- over the income thresholds on on SSI and SSDI and and um, and other disability benefits. So when I first heard about this, I was advocating for this for others, but then when I heard about you know how you you know what's the eligibility. Um, I went in and looked at it and I, I signed up myself, so I have my own, uh, New York ABLE account. I'm proud of that. I I look at it once a week and make sure it's, it's still there and doing what it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be doing. Um, and I, I didn't know that I was able, but somebody that had their disability before I believe age of 26, I was, I was good to go.
1: Correct. Yep. You've got to be a New Yorker for our program specifically. You have to be a New Yorker with a disability that was in place prior to 26 diagnosis doesn't have to be prior to 26, and you don't have to be under 26 to open it. But as long as the disability was in place prior to 26, then you're eligible. Um, there's nothing saying that you have to be under an income threshold or receiving federal benefits to benefit from our program. So that's a really nice nice option for people that, that don't have federal benefits.
0: So one of the things that I started looking at is what, what would I use it for? Um, and I, you know, I'm still working my way through that a little bit. But Jenna, talk yeah. to me a little bit about the advantages and specifically yeah. you know, what I can use it for. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Right, so um, specifically for people who are receiving federal benefits, um, SSI specifically, they previously and, and currently have been limited um, as far as their assets go. So they're always limited as far as their income, but with SSI specifically, they're also limited to $2,000 of assets in their name. So um, they're unable to go over that amount without having their benefits suspended. So traditionally, individuals with disabilities have been really unable to save for things in their own name long-term. So the advantages of an ABLE account is is it's designed to protect their assets. They're able to save up for short-term or long-term needs while maintaining all of their benefits, um, and because the money is in their own name, and because we have a, a checking and debit card option as well, they're able to have quick and easy access to their own funds whenever they need them.
0: That's that's fantastic, and, and that is so important. I get that question all the time when we're dealing with employment related issues. You know how yeah. how how much money can I have? And so this is right. a big deal. This is a big deal that you can you can squirrel some money aside. Uh, for future use. And it doesn't affect that. And that's, that's really, really important. In my case, as I mentioned, I'm using it for future use. I'm using it for when I'm going to need specific mobility, specific assistive technology as I age and people with disabilities do age different. I'm using it for that, that it's going to be something that I'm going to need down the road and I'm taking advantage of it now. And so why shouldn't other people as well? Absolutely. So talk to me a little bit about some of the qualified expenses that, that I could yep. use this for, or somebody else could use this for.
1: Right. So um, there are a list of, of qualified expenses on our website. I'll you know mention the website really quick. I forgot to mention it when I was talking about signing up. Um, our website is mynyable.org. So M-Y-N-Y-A-B-L-E.org. Um, so they can go there to sign up but they can also see the entire list of of disability expenses. So the definition of a disability expense is any expense that is incurred as a result of living with their disability um, or is intended to improve their quality of life. So some of the examples include education, health and wellness, housing, transportation, um, assistive technology, like you talked about, legal fees, lots and lots and lots of different a different examples that they can use
0: it for. That's fantastic, and that, that again, that is, that is so important. How do, how do you think this is gonna affect individuals with disabilities in the future? I mean, that, that's gotta be part of this process, and I know it was when we started talking, like I said to the federal government about building this. Um, right. what, do you, what do you think this does for the future of p- individuals with disabilities? Um, well,
1: it allows individuals um, who are receiving federal benefits um, again to save for the future for really the first time Um, people have talked about the federal able act as the most important piece of legislation for individuals with disabilities since the um, uh, American with, with disability act. So it really is groundbreaking um, for individuals with disabilities, whether, whether they're receiving federal benefits or not, but especially if, if they're receiving federal benefits. So whether they're saving for a house or a car or just an emergency, you know, they they lose their job and previously they couldn't have over $2,000 in their name, so they had no um no emergency fund, nothing to fall back on. Now now they have that with an able account.
0: That's fantastic. You know, we're in this time of COVID right now. Hopefully somebody's listening to this podcast and we're for well sure. beyond COVID down the road, but unfortunately we're in it now. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about how have you seen an impact with New York ABLE and COVID either positively or negatively?
1: Uh, Yeah, luckily um, our accounts have continued to grow um, since March when all of this started. So that means people are um, are still looking to sign up for ABLE accounts and are still using their account funds, which is great. Um, one of the reasons that that people are looking into it a lot right now and being recommended able accounts by their service providers um, is because it's the way to put all of the extra money they may be getting from the federal government right now. So whether they received a federal stimulus payment or um, or they were um, they were previously working and got laid off due to COVID, so now in addition to their regular unemployment money. They're getting that extra $600 bonus every month. Their money is growing much more quickly than they're used to. And there's less places to spend their money right now. You know, there was a good amount of time where they weren't able to get a haircut and weren't able to do lots of other things. So their money really is growing right now, which can put their benefits at risk. So um, if that money does go into uh, a New York ABLE account, that money is protected. So they've still got access to it. Um, but federal legislation states that um, benefit programs like SSI, SSDI, Medicaid cannot count the money in their ABLE account as an asset.
0: So and I, th- so I want to editorialize a little bit, and this is not New York State saying this, uh, so I want to uh, absolve New York State a little bit, but if you're an individual <laughs> with a disability out there, as am I, and I, they we're talking about getting another stimulus of something, uh, and I'll be receiving it too, I'm, I'm going to put it right into my ABLE account. And I would, I would urge individuals with disabilities out there listening that this, this is a good a good thing for you to be thinking about because it does protect you, and it's a good place to put it right now for future use. So so be considering that. Uh, Jen, I want to... as far as
1: the official New York State statement on that, <laughs> um, the federal government has said that the, at least the previous stimulus payment Will not be counted against them for 12 months, so they don't have to put it in the able account right now to keep it protected. But it will be counted, um, you know, in less than a year. But the unemployment, um, the the extra weekly bonus with the unemployment, does not fall under that category, so they are counting that right now. Right.
0: Um, so that's great, Jen. I want to end on a on a positive uh, positive note here. Uh, I don't want to talk about any, anybody, not that we haven't been positive all along. Um, there's, there's nothing really contentious about this. This is a great opportunity for our community. Um, and I don't want to talk about anybody specifically, and I've certainly mentioned myself, but I, I'd like, like to give you an opportunity. Are there any sort of success anecdotes that you'd like to share that might give somebody, somebody some thoughts on the other end of this?
1: So, I mean, everybody that I've spoken with that has a New York ABLE account is thrilled with their New York ABLE account. Um, whether they're using it for long-term long-term savings, um, you know, they could be um, investing it more aggressively. So, um, saving long-term for things like a house and stuff like that so they can be more independent. Um, or saving for an adaptive van or something like that that they've needed for a long time. Um, or someone like you that's not receiving federal benefits, um, they might be saving just for the short term. So if they're not receiving federal benefits, it could work similarly to a health savings account or a flex spending account for them. And they can be using it for their medications and their co-pays and, and all of that. It really does adapt to a wide, wide range of needs.
0: We have a lot of parents that are listening to this. Can parents take advantage of this for their children?
1: Absolutely. So parents, um if it's parents of a minor child, they can open it up for the minor child um you know with no documentation or anything needed. Um then they can be, you know, it's it's wonderful. Say a child's born with down syndrome or something like that, so you know from the day of birth that they're going to qualify for this account. That gives you 18 years to be saving in your child's name. And then when that child turns 18, you know, all the money just gets switched, switched over to them and gives them control and, and they'll be able to have um, a little bit of a nest egg um, without it affecting any benefits that they might be receiving in the future.
0: Well, this is, this is a great thing. I have to say, as I said, we've, we were involved in this quietly on the, on the back end of this with the federal government. We are proud mm-hmm. uh, to be advocating this throughout New York State and beyond. Uh, It's been great to see you at specific events, Jenna, and I know that the New York State Office of the Comptroller is a strong advocate for individuals with disabilities, and so we are really proud that this is there, uh, that we will continue to work with you, and that we'll continue to see you out at events and advocate for the New York ABLE account. So thank you for your time very much, Jenna.
1: Thank you so much for having me, John. Oh, you're
0: very welcome. So this is John Robinson. This is the Our Ability podcast. Uh you can find out more information at ourability.com. You can find us on Twitter and on on Facebook as well. Jenna, say the name of that website one more time so people know where this is.
1: Our website is mynyable.org or you can call us at 855 5nyable.
0: And we'll put that up on our on our blog post where we have the podcast as well. Jenna, thank you very much.
1: Thanks so much, John.
0: Take care. Stay
1: safe.